Well, good morning. Thank you so much for joining me once again. It's good to be with you in my basement. And, and again, as we did last time we talked, we're going to be looking at encouragement. We're going to be in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 once again, verses 8 through 11. This is what we read. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, putting on faith and love as a breastplate and the hope of salvation as a helmet. For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. He died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. Encourage one another, build each other up. And today I want to I want to list four four reasons why it's helpful, why it's good to be an encourager. Four reasons why you should aspire to encourage others. And so let's look at these together. Number one, we we want to become encouragers because becoming an encourager will help you to be less critical. Help you to be less critical. We live at a time where it's just easy to look at everything through a critical lens. Did I like that worship set? Did I like this sermon? Did I like the overall feel of this service today? And without even thinking about it, we just criticize. It is our, our default posture at times. But you know, if you were to walk into church one Sunday, and as you walked through the parking lot, if you were to pray to yourself, God, would you help me to find one person who I can genuinely encourage today? Not superficially, but genuinely encouraged. All of a sudden, you, your, your outlook in church is totally different. All of a sudden, as you scan the lobby, you're, you're saying to yourself, Jesus, would you help me to find someone doing something good? Can I catch someone doing something good that I can encourage them for? You're not looking to criticize, but, but you're scanning the room hoping to find someone that you can praise, that you can lift up, that you can encourage. If you want to be a less critical person, then ask God to make you an encourager. Then, then make it your goal that when you're heading to church or when you're heading to work, that you're going to find someone that you can encourage. It'll help you to be less critical. Second reason why we want to be an encourager is because being an encourager will help you to be more Christ-like, which is the goal of, of the Christian faith. What's the goal? What are we all aiming for? We all want to look more like Jesus, don't we? 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 16 says this, May our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who loved us and by his grace gave us eternal encouragement and good hope, may they encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good deed and word. And so Paul is praying for the church in Thessalonica. And he's saying, you've already been encouraged by the Father. You've already been encouraged by Jesus. And may they continue to encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good deed and word. Because this is what, this is what the Trinity does. God the Father, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, they encourage. How many of us can say that it, regularly, perhaps daily, you are encouraged by the love of Jesus through the Holy Spirit? That you read the word and you receive the encouragement that you need. That you pray and you receive the encouragement that you need. If you want to look more like Jesus, be an encourager. 
if you want to grow in Christ-likeness, be an encourager. Number three, becoming an encourager will help you to think about yourself less. Again, this is just a default posture for many of us. We just think about ourselves. How does it affect me? But again, to, to use the example that we, we used on the first point, if you were to head into church or to say to the Lord, would you help me to find someone that I can encourage today? Or if you were to pray, Holy Spirit, would you point out the person who I'm supposed to encourage today? All of a sudden, you're not thinking about yourself. You're thinking about others. You're scanning the room and you're, you're saying, who, who is it, Holy Spirit? Who can I, who can I talk to? Who, who can I encourage? Our thoughts leave ourselves and they turn towards others, which is always a good thing. And then lastly, you know, we want to be, be encouragers because we just don't know what other people are, are walking through. We don't know what kind of day, what kind of week, what kind of year perhaps someone else is having. And if you would just allow God to use you, if you would just make up your mind, make a commitment. I'm, I'm going to encourage people when I'm at work, when I'm at church, when I'm at home with my family. You, you will find that, that often those who God leads you to encourage desperately needed that word in the moment. I can't tell you how many times that at church someone has come up to me and just offhandedly given me a word of encouragement when I desperately needed. They had no idea what my week had been like. They had no idea that I was struggling with anything at all. And yet God used them to encourage me when I desperately needed. God can use you. He can set up all kinds of divine appointments if you would just allow him to use you by being an encourager. And so encouragement is one of those huge blessings that when, when you're the encourager, you forget about the interaction five minutes later, but often you'll find that that, that, that word, those, those words of life that you spoke to them, carried that person through the rest of the day, through the rest of the week or that season. Allow God to use you. You have no idea what, what people around you are struggling with. So those are just a few reasons why encouragement should be such a priority for all of us. May we be a people who encourage frequently. Bless you guys. I, I hope that you are all having a, a good start to your week. And I'll talk to you soon.